Welcome to the Genuine Creative Podcast with Melissa Hurt. Here's where I'll be helping creatives get through mindset blocks, step into wellness and self-care practices, and overcome imposter syndrome so that you can live genuinely as a creative person, putting your greatest gift out into the world. Hello, welcome to the Genuine Creative Podcast. I am Melissa Hurt, and I am so happy that you're here with me. This episode is sponsored by award-winning author Jules Nelson. Thank you so much for your support, and I'm excited to share with you today's topic. Yes, I know, I always say that. I'm always excited to share with you these teachings because they have legit changed my life. Today, I am talking about messy, beautiful action, jumping into the ball pit, cannonball style, and working it out once you're there. It is so important for your personal growth and development to just jump in and do it. You have to. But let's break this down. What on earth am I talking about really when I talk about messy action? Now, typically when we think about action, we think, yeah, I'm just going to do something. And we think it needs to be structured and organized and we need to prepare for it and be ready for it. But what does that mean? Many times I think that when we feel we need to be ready to do something, it's really a tactic to delay the actual doing. Because let's face it, when are you ever ready for anything? How do you know that? What's your benchmark for that? So when I'm talking about messy action from a creative point of view, I'm going to break it down through the actor's framework. Because this is how I first was able to conceptualize it and really understand the complexity of action, but also to trust in that framework to just do it and to move forward with my plans. So action has two different parts. There's inner action, meaning the choice, meaning there's that flicker that lights up. You have flipped the switch and you know, oh, I need to do this. And once you make that choice, that definite this, then you are creating that path to do it. Now, let me distinguish something here. Awareness is not the same as action. Awareness is saying, oh, wouldn't that be kind of a cool idea? But awareness without action, if you know that the action might take you to a place that might be better or more fruitful for you, but awareness without action isn't really awareness. It's complacency. Ooh, I'm going to say that again. Awareness without action is not awareness. It's complacency because it's perpetuating a pattern that you're in right now. And even though you know that there's an action you can take that could, would, will lead you to a different trajectory that's maybe even better for you, but not doing it, you have shut down any fruitful possibility for you. So awareness without action is complacency and it's perpetuating patterns that you're in right now. We are working to overcome those patterns if those are patterns that are holding you back. 
So once you make that choice and you have that light bulb, aha, this is the thing I need to do, that's the inner action. The outer action is you do it. You do something today, right now, and you do it. Now, a tool that helped me a great deal in knowing how to just do it is to envision my future self, the self that represents my highest good, my best vibration, the best self I can possibly be. Now, this is a person who is abundant in all ways, abundant in kindness and creativity, who radiates in a way that people are drawn to her because her energy is so high and good and is contributing to society in ways that are meaningful. And she's got hobbies and a really satisfying social life. And her relationships are honest and good. Like all that stuff makes up my highest good. And so I envision this person, me, and maybe she's only one year out, but it's a future self that I'm always cultivating and manifesting, right? And I say to her, how do I start right now? She says, you do this, right? Now, these are things that I can tap into because of my meditation practice. And yes, I'm going to talk about the meditation practice again when I talk about messy action, because really, I know I've said it pretty much in every episode, but if you are on a personal development and growth pathway, meditation is the way to clear the debris and get real with yourself. It just is. Please drop me a line if you have a question about that, because I know I say it in every episode. And if you're still in the fog about it, send me an email through my website, melissahurt.com. Contact me there. So that is action, inner action and outer action. But to do it, you have to go out into the bigger picture. Now, this is where I get into the actor's framework. You need to know your given circumstances. Your given circumstances are, as it says, the circumstances that are given to you. They are the truths happening in your life right now. It's where you are. It's what time it is. It's what has just happened. And it's what is happening. And it also includes what you expect to happen, right? Now, where you are, that's, it could be as literal as your apartment. It could be the city you're in. It could be a culture that you're in, but you don't want it to be so vague that it doesn't inform your choices, but it means that you know that within this context of where I am, this is what's possible for me. So for example, if my action was, I was going to make the choice to become a sheep farmer because I knew that that pastoral life was the ticket to my inner freedom, I'm not doing that in upstate New York. It's just not, this is not the place to do it. We don't have that here. I'd have to go somewhere else. So, I mean, that's a very dramatic example, but that helps to illustrate the where. Get real on where you are and what's at your fingertips with where you are. And if you need to change the where, then you can change the where. That's part of your action. But where you are. Now, when is it? That's the time of day. It's the season. It might just be the chapter of your life that you're in. But get real with when is this happening? What, what is 
happening at this time in my life that determines that this is my win, right? Because again, that might determine your timeline, right? How much can you take on in the next week? If you know that you're traveling for the next two months with your work, starting that big, amazing thing that requires you to stay local for the next six weeks to lay down tracks to something, this is not the best time because you know you have to be away. So when is it? What has just happened? Now, what has just happened could be anything that happened last week. It could be the last six months. Time, by the way, is a man-made construct. We use it to keep our lives tidy. So you can fill in the blanks yourself on how you understand time. When I ask these questions on when is it, what has just happened, and with what is happening, these are all the things that pertain to the situation at hand. So know your given circumstances, because those are the circumstances through which and within which you are acting. They're going to shape your behavior. They're going to shape how you relate to other people. All right. Now, another question within the actor's framework is what are your obstacles? Meaning what is in the way of what you want? Now that you know the thing that you want and you've made the choice, like, oh, I've got to do this. Well, what's in the way of that? Now, we have two different types of obstacles. We have an inner obstacle, which is anything happening inside your head, your heart, your mind. Could be self-doubt, could be fear. And then we have outer obstacles, which could be money, other people, things like that. Obstacles that are happening outside of your physical self. Now, when you figure out your obstacle, if the obstacle is so great that you choose that the thing that you were going to do is not worth it, then you have not clarified your why on why that action is so important so that you can achieve that goal. So get very real with your vocabulary and how you state what's important to you, why you need to do it, and what's your action going to be to get there. Now, I know that I said at the beginning of this talk that messy, beautiful action is jumping into the ball pit and figuring out. And here I am talking about strategy. What I'm talking about is just getting real. That was, I think, the second episode of this podcast is the importance of getting real with yourself. All of this work is about getting real so that you can jump into the ball pit. So once you figure out your given circumstances, your inner obstacles, your outer obstacles, you say, all right, girl, this is what I'm working with. And here's how I'm going to do it. And then you do it. You take that first step. You take the second step. You take the third step. Keep going. You do something literally every single day until you need to redefine what your goal is, because maybe you get it much quicker. or Maybe you realize that's not the goal I thought I wanted. I thought I would like this, but I don't. So I'm going to do something else. Funny story that's related to that is I was just recently reading in the New York Times. I love reading it on the digital version because then you can read the comments to the articles. And this article was on training for a marathon or something like that. And this man said, I had this decision one day sitting on my couch that I wanted to run a marathon. So I started training right away. Now that's an example of messy action. He just jumped in. He said, I figured out my plan for training so I can keep myself safe. 
I'm running every day or I'm doing my rest days, whatever his plan was. And then he said, in six weeks into it, I realized I hate running. So I got a row machine instead. (laughs) That's a perfect example of how your goals can pivot. You won't know that until you just do it. There is nothing lost in just doing it. You might think, well, he wasted six weeks of his life running just to end up hating it. How could he know that unless he did it? And now he found rowing, which is the thing he does love. How could he have come to rowing if he hadn't had the experience of being a runner? So sometimes we have to go through the mud to find the clear path. So just do it. Go forward. Now, with all that, I am going to share with you a personal example of how messy action completely leveled up my life. So when I finished my doctorate, it was, I think, 2009, and it took me about 15 or 16 months to write my dissertation. My dissertation was on Arthur Lessac's kinesensic voice, speech, and movement work and how it is an embodied acting practice that's very much in alignment with the acting practice taught by Konstantin Stanislavski. And so I worked very hard on this book, as you can imagine, defended my dissertation, passed, I was a doctor. Awesome. But for me, that was not the end of the road. I knew what was the point I thought, what was the point of writing this book to then have it sit and collect dust on a library shelf in an academic library with all the other dissertations and theses? I knew that for me, the next step was to get it published by a publisher and have it in the world at large. So my given circumstances are that I've recently finished my doctorate, even though I felt satisfied that I had finished it. The bigger goal of getting that book out there had not been satisfied yet. Passing the dissertation was just one step of it. And so the interaction was, I need to get this published. And I knew that to get it published, I had to learn how to write a book proposal, which is a whole other thing. So that was the choice I made. And once I had that light bulb switch, there was no turning back for me. I had to do it. And so I did a little bit of work with Google.com and found out how to write a book proposal, filled in the blanks, so to speak, on my work, and had a pretty solid proposal written fairly quickly, which is not surprising when you finish a dissertation and you defend it, you know that work inside and out, backwards and forwards. So then the outer action. What was my big, messy, beautiful action that ended up changing my life? I thought, well, I need to go to the big academic publishers. Now, I did not have an agent. I did not have a name for myself. But I said, you know what? They're the ones who are going to put it on the shelves for me. So that's where I need to go. So once I made that choice, I had to then look at my obstacles, inner obstacle. Uh, Well, a little bit of fear and exhaustion, sure. Do I have it in me to work another year on this book to get it out there? Because I knew it wasn't going to be a, here's my book, and then boom, it's published. I knew there would be work that had to happen. And I was tired, for sure. 
But then you might ask, was I insecure because I didn't have a name? The answer is no. Because of my theater training, I am trained to take risks. I just do it. I just go for it. Because if you don't follow through on your impulses, then you're the one who's stuck and frozen and stiff. And nobody likes a stiff actor. (laughs) So I didn't have that happening for me. But I knew that my exhaustion was real. Outer obstacles was, um, yeah, I don't know the publishing industry. I had to figure that out. So what I did was I said, well, if I'm going to go out to these publishers and pitch my book, I might as well start at the very tippy top because I have nothing to lose. And so I went with Rutledge. Rutledge was the publisher of almost all of my textbooks and the books that I read, like the Smarty Pants books that I read in grad school. I said, well, they would be awesome to have um, carry my book. So I sent them my proposal. Didn't hear anything. And I didn't want to spread the bird seed far far and wide and send it to five different publishers at once. I just didn't have the energy for that. Remember, I was exhausted. So I waited. I waited at least six weeks or so. Hadn't heard anything. And so then I sent an email back to the editor and said, hi, I sent you a proposal for my book. And sure enough, she wrote me back within a day or two and said, oh, I can't believe I let this fall through the cracks. Yes, I would love to talk with you about acquiring your book. What? (laughs) What? I was stunned. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm having a conversation with one of the head editors at Rutledge about my book. Are you kidding me? And so we booked a Skype call. Back then it was Skype. She was in the UK, so we had to work out the time. And she was very excited about my book. And said, yes, I think this is something our readers would love to read about. We're going to do it. And so sure enough, that messy action that I'm just going to cannonball in this ball pit because I got nothing to lose. Guess what? It worked out for me. And it then became my book, Arthur Lessack's Embodied Actor Training, which is still in publication and has made its way into the paperback version. Messy action was the key to all of that. If I had overthought it and said, I'm a no name, nobody's going to publish me. If I had overthought it and said, I am way too tired to keep working on this book. In fact, I'm even sick of it. I spent 16 months with it already. If I had said, you know what? I got my PhD. That's enough. None of that would have taken me to where I am today with having my book published. And also because I got that book published, it gave me a bit of street cred so to speak, because it helped me secure small business gigs as um, a communication coach with a lot of different people. And it gave me a little bit of experience in the publishing world to then publish my second book, which was with Sounds True Publishing. So messy action is always the way to go. If you follow this little template I've provided for you, with understanding the difference between inner action and outer action. And remember, inner action means that is that choice that's so definite, there's no looking back. Outer action is when you just take that first step, that just do it messy, don't care about how your hair looks, you just go for it. And then understanding what are your obstacles. And if your obstacles are so big, you no longer want to do it, then you're not clear enough on your goal. So get clear, get real. 
tune in with yourself and go forward and do it. All right. Okay, there. So let me know how that works for you. Drop me a line, melissahurt.com. You can find me at the contact tab. And I really want to hear from you. And also, I'd like to do an episode where I'm answering your questions. So what's coming up from you with all of these different topics that I have talked about? I want to know. And what's missing? What's the thing that I have not talked about that you want me to teach you about? I'm happy to learn what that is, too. All right. I'm going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for joining me. Get in there and do the thing. You got this. If you like this show, please subscribe and leave a positive review.